It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. did it you're here you are incredibly excited about this early record time on a weekend day i'm getting some facial expressions over there oh to the contrary hold on is that orange juice that is fantastic with, with a bit of water bit of water mm-hmm. love that pulp i'm not i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's um, wait on top some, of our I'm game. Some weird today. lavender haze over here. <laughs> weird lavender haze. Yeah. Oh man, we're just talking about when you uh, when you're tending to your your beard, but you're letting it grow. So he'll shave the neck occasionally. I think this is the right option. I don't um, really let it grow. I just don't shave it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not... no, I, I I appreciate that. That that's that's totally how I feel when I have facial hair. It's not that I'm growing the facial hair. I'm just foregoing the shaving. But um. <laughs> I, I don't think we've had a show title so soon in the mo- so soon in the pod <laughs> <laughs> for going and shaving. <laughs> oh dear. This is fantastic stuff. It is the weekend of utter sunshine and warmth. Hold on, you've chased up your hydration. This is not helpful for me. Every time I look up, he's drinking something different. Now he's got the water bottle on the go. It's like, again, props over there. Of all the places I'm going to do a spit take, Jeff, it's not going to be over my <laughs> stuff. I know, right? It's too expensive. We do not. Okay, this is actually such a good segue into me talking about Apple and WWDC, but let's not get there quite yet. <clears throat> Beforehand, please. Um, I think I have 30 seconds to describe the show. It's you today. Mm-hmm. Hold on, did I not? Did I not nail it so much last time that we just decided to give up the game? Is that not what happened? What game? <laughs> the thirty-second game, which you now have thirty seconds to pull off. Okay, so tell the people, Christopher, what is the cultural content consumption appraisal podcast all about? Okay. Uh, yeah. you pre- okay, you press stop. All right. Um, so, um, basically, um, what it is. Um, what is the podcast about uh, so good. basically it's a competition where mm. i recommend something to my friend and then i guess how much he's going to enjoy it while he watches it how much has mm. he enjoyed anticipating it and how much he enjoyed it in retrospect and then we see who wins Really, I mean, if that was the tactic, I really enjoyed it. You, <laughs> you waited until it was over, then you just described the podcast <laughs> pretty simply. I liked that. Uh, that no, no planning necessary. <laughs> All no notes on this end. No. Um, so that's fantastic. <laughs> Out oh, of the game. So much energy this morning. All the morning energy. I, have, have I emphasized that it's very, very sunny here in England? I'm telling this to all our international listeners. I'm not sure they're aware, but usually it's not this crazy hot <laughs> normally crazy it's not warm. sunny yeah normally it's not sunny I, and on sunny days usually we have nice three to four hour windows where it's really 
cold and <laughs> the wind is really aggressive. But I think we've got a weekend where it's actually just like a hot time. So I'm let's not sure stay how we indoors feel about that. and consume yeah. content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's strap on our headphones and stare at our screens, which we've been staring let's, at all week. Let's go into the cinema. <laughs> Yeah, let's go into a dark cinema. Um, for, for now, though, this is some stuff that um, is a bit off the beaten path for your boys. Okay, this is um, a seventeen-minute sketch show episode. And help me even describe this again. It's the Apple keynote. It's the WWDC of twenty twenty-three. WWDC standing for World Wide. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> delivery of content and i'm here for it i'm here for it as with most of the content i actually can't believe what i saw i'm not getting into my review quite yet but i'm just no, trying no. to lay the table so i had a thought about today Tell because me. Oh, we, we need we need to be a little bit um concise because we've, oh, no. we've got our own plans to meet up and consume content in a shed <laughs> uh, <laughs> <so>. ask no <laughs> questions <laughs> um so i think let's whistle through the review mm. of uh i can't remember i think you should leave with yeah. tim robinson yes um because it is 16 minutes and 41 seconds the episode yes. that you asked me to watch although i feel like we could talk about it for longer right uh, well yeah, i hear what you're saying yep let's whistle through and then and get then to... and then i am very very intrigued um as to what you thought about what yes. you saw um yep. for a keynote you know, that was a good two hours as well yeah I, I'm I'm but, also just as curious about what I thought about the Apple keynote, so I can't wait to find out. Um, but that sounds like a fantastic idea to me. So let's whistle through. Um, I think you should leave is a Tim Robinson sketch show, formerly of Saturday Night Live, and he's on its third season. It has made waves in its first two seasons. It has, I still uh, don't know how or why. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. We can talk to this now because I feel like... Uh, it is it's gone very viral and it's the sort of thing that um yeah it's it's like he was the almost um too weird to get his sketch comedy on snl Mm. and then rather than go and like okay i'm gonna try to like figure out a mainstream way of like figuring out my comedy shit it's like oh you know the bit that like made it hard for me to get on snl i'm just gonna super emphasize that and make a really weird sketch show and it's on season three now the hype is real i live in a bit of a a bubble sometimes on twitter and what i'm looking at i guess so i just assume everyone out there thinks this is the greatest thing ever but uh, there are people out there who don't think it's it's weirdness is amazing and actually just find it weird and off-putting but off-putting is exactly what i'm here for but it's i recommend 100 percent bullseye into the type of comedy that jeff loves (laughs) (laughs) based on our previous conversations on this yeah we have we have had the the conversations right it's the eric andre show it's the it's the slightly I don't even know how to categorize it because I'm out here saying like I'm not I'm not the lone weirdo here. It's been made on Netflix. Other people are clearly enjoying as well. But and they're watching it enough that they commissioned a third season. Right, and it's yeah exactly. So two seasons. Um, Christopher consumed about a year ago, roughly when I wouldn't stop recommending it. And because of the episode length, I feel like you binged it very quickly. Yeah. Now the new season's out. So you've watched as a, as a start. This is almost yes. like the OG pitch before this pod oh, yeah, even started right. so this yes. was something that you said please 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 watch this and yes. then i went and, and watched is... it and i think within a night or maybe even two i watched both seasons <laughs> within yeah because they're very yeah. short digestible little yes uh sitcom run length type sketch shows um yes 
Um, and, ev- and and with that said, the interesting thing you can get into now is even though you consumed it so quickly, it wasn't like you consumed it to then say like, oh my God, that was so amazing. It doesn't <laughs> say I hated it either, but you were just very like, what? Yeah, it's like watching an argument in like oh, a pub yeah. or something. You don't want to keep watching <laughs> it, a, but, you just, but you're just sat there going, oh my God, look what's happening over there. <laughs> You and just, then, like, something really awkward gets shared, and you're yeah. like, oh, now I really, really shouldn't be listening. And you're like, but I have to. It's almost like the show's <laughs> called I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this is, I I, haven't, I didn't binge Series 3. Um, no. Because I, I wanted, because it would have all blurred, and I wouldn't know yes. which episode I was talking about. Sure. Um, but I watched Series 3, Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember what the title was, but I did just take a screenshot of the... A little paragraph or description of the episode because they're actually yeah. really nice digestible sentences of yes. every single sketch that yes, was in yes, it. Yes. So in this episode, a TV pundit copes with conflict. Yes. Um, team building breaks down. Yeah. Is Ronnie here for the right reasons? Um, a dad tries to look tough and James asks for a ride home. <laughs> All which seem <laughs> I can't like... wait to get James. <laughs> it always seemed rather innocuous, simple as... In, we're, we're, we're good. Yeah, so um, I, I feel like I just need to quickly run through every single sketch and how okay, it was weird. Sure, but I don't, I don't sure. know if that's too much or... <laughs> I don't, I don't that really was know. the earth telling me I'm supposed to do something great. That was the title of the episode in all uh, caps, by the way. Yes, just, yes, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, yeah, but the episode... Which I think the, was only... reference to the last sketch. I think. Yes, indeed. Yes. There was only a few... Because um, <laughs> the fish there was a... puts him, pushes him out of drowning or something i don't even know anymore there's only a few sketches as you yeah. say so we could go uh one okay. by one so tv yeah. pundit copes with conflict um he's a he, tim robinson plays a character called barge barley who has like a hard oh, yeah, hitting <laughs> hard hitting he's gonna tell you show. the truth yes he's gonna tell you the truth and he's gonna scream at you and then he's like asking these hard hitting questions but whenever the interviewer saw <laughs> So whenever the interviewer sort of has a perfectly good argument back at him and he doesn't know how to retort, yeah. <laughs> he just goes very quiet, slumps in his chair and goes on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so then it just keeps showing all these people having really good arguments with him and then he just, just ignores them and goes, just one second. And then he just sort and of... <laughs> like, and then sometimes they ask, like, so what, what are you doing on your phone? It's like, my mom is being robbed. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got really involved stuff going on. And, and this is sort of pitched phone. as... The way it's shot is as if it's a kind of advert for this show <laughs> as well. So it's yeah, like it's like an advert for this show. And then so it keeps cutting to him in front of like some green screen, like pointing at you, telling him why a show's great. But then it yeah. sort of cuts up when once you get this weird bit of him being slumped in his chair. It's yeah. then he's pointing at you, telling him how much he loves his phone. And his phone is brilliant. But don't worry. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't worry if when the new phone comes out, I know how to back it up. And then I know how to get all my stuff from my phone to my new phone. Oh, and it just happens. it just takes a weird freaking turn. That it makes does take absolutely a weird no turn. Sense, which, again, is a trait of the show. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, you know, we're both consumers of uh, not like... Uh, to the, to the nth degree massive fans but we like we like our sketch comedy here at the yeah. cultural content consumption appraisal hour and this this sketch starts and i know right i whipped it right out uh, um the sketch starts and i'm like oh okay so they're doing like a fox news bit and yeah. it's going to be a bit weird 
And then suddenly he's like, you're right, it's more of an ad for the show, or it's like, yeah. it's almost like a sketch about like someone doing like a TV ad for a product, yeah. and it shows the clips of the talk show, and then it more turns into the guy having a weird relationship with his phone and bigging up his phone. <laughs> and that's the, to me, that is a microcosm of the show, where like yeah. part of your brain, when you see, is like, oh, I get the concept of this sketch, I know where it's going, and then it's sort you of like... You never know where it's going. You never know when it's going, and it's like, it flips it on its... It doesn't necessarily flip it on its head, um, completely, but it'll always have a nice twist on it. So that one was yeah. a, a nice so, opening. Speaking of flipping on its head and having a nice twist on it, the next there one, which is some weird team building thing. So, oh, the yeah. ske- so the sketch starts. There's a guy in front of a class or whatever yeah. talking about team building. Yeah. And he's, he's sort of just saying, oh, like, you know, when you're putting people in teams and stuff like that, you wouldn't necessarily put two people that don't get along in a team. And then, for example, he points at Rick <laughs> and Stan, I think are their names. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, and then, and one of them is Tim Robinson, and he says, yeah. "Oh, you know, you wouldn't, you two imagine you two hate each other, you wouldn't put each other." And then whoever the Tim Robinson character just talk, turns to him and goes, "Yeah," and sort of just starts arguing with this guy, pretending that he hates him. Then he tries to fake throw water on him, and then it all kicks off. And then before you, <laughs> before you know it, some other guy he haven't even seen before just runs in to try and defuse the situation and pours water on. <laughs> on him or something and i don't know i mean you skipped too hard the 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 best bit is you first got reality which we all feel we've all been on that team building exercise where the guy takes you know arbitrarily says yeah but first it's like you two could hate each other and tim robinson just makes the classic like oh i'll get you jim or whatever and everyone laughs it off and i'm so there for that moment because that's what happens you you get pointed to someone on the team building (laughs) he doubles down and the other the speaker of the team building exercise is still talking and he's like and he starts throwing the fake water and he just gets out of hand he loses his mind i will never be able to look at a crowd of people with tim robinson in it and not thinking (laughs) (laughs) nothing shit's about to kick off in some sort of crazy do you remember why he was angry at at the guy at the team building no actually it's only been a few days i've already forgot he was having a dream (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah go on to tell the listener he he was was having a dream where he was about to have an orgy but that guy walked in and ruined it apparently (laughs) (laughs) so he just starts screaming at him in this thing saying you ruined my orgy (laughs) and then why did the why did the guy get the actual water and go actual ape shit on everyone because they all started shouting at Tim Robinson saying, stop throwing the fake water. And then it all started like escalating. And he's like, no, I'll throw it on you. And the more you tell me to stop throwing it, I'm just going to throw it more. And then it's just, it's just madness. Well, I'm not in my tired state right now. I'm really not selling. How weird you this are. Show is. As I'm, as I'm speaking, I'm thinking we should do, we should just be a sketch comedy recap show. Cause I'm just laughing, thinking of, I don't know how much of a good listening experience. But it how is, do you but pitch this... this stuff? If I wrote this all on a whiteboard in a writer's Oh, room you mean chair, to Netflix? Or yeah. just to, 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 to the <laughs> to actors? <laughs> Cause it's hilarious. Okay. It's so funny. The, it, the next it, one. By the Sorry, way, let's move. Let's... <laughs> to, but to make a point about that, you're right. If you just had that sentence and a bit, it's all because of tim robinson himself yeah. his weirdo energy it's mm-hmm. crazy like even if you don't um think oh, I'm, he's going to be the next star of a big comedy vehicle mm. sort of faux leading man type it, it, there is something where obviously these other comedians love rate and respect him and he makes them laugh he's got yeah. something very unique about him okay so let's move next, yeah. so let's move on to another yeah. one where you think you think you know where it's going oh buddy, and you yeah. don't so there's some it's a weird fake bachelor type tv show Yes. Um, oh, this one's great. 
<laughs> and this lady's picking between the Tim Robinson character and someone else. Oh, I've written down I... that Tim Robinson's character is called Ronnie because I just love writing down all the names. <laughs> I like that. That's good. And Tim she's Robinson like, she talks to the names. first one and says, oh, you know, I think you're here for whatever reasons, but, you know, I don't know if it's going to work out or whatever. And then it moves mm. to the Tim Robinson character. And she goes, I think you're here just for the zip line. <laughs> <laughs> then it just continually shows clips of him just wanting to use the zip line that's on this weird resort wherever this bachelor type show is filmed. Um, and, oh, I'm dying. I'm and he's like, dying. no, no, I really want to. I really want to be here. She's like, no, you don't. <laughs> so <laughs> he just wants to be on fact, the zip line. Yeah, you just want to use the zip line. In fact, I think you said. I think did it? Was it? He had nothing at home to go home to, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just starts crying, saying, "No, I've got nothing. I've got nothing." And she's like, "You, you, you you're, you're making that up." Yeah. And he keeps throwing accusations out there about the other. Oh yes, as well. yes. He keeps just lying about each one of them. And I remember it cutting to him talking to a guy on a bottle, saying, oh, "I don't want to be here," or something like that. Yeah. What if the other guy says back to him, "Like you didn't even want to be here?" And there's an accurate clip showing that he clearly didn't want to. Yeah. And he occasionally will run. You know, one of the guys is trying to get some good reality TV conversation going, like. Hey, what do you think of her? And he's like just downing his drink, be like, bye, and running to the zip line again. Like, man was there for the zip line, is the point of the show. And also, like, bless him, even though he puts on the shorts with the other lads, like, just even seeing Tim Robinson on the, like, zip line. as he kept hitting the water. <laughs> he didn't seem that good at being on the zip line. But yeah, just even seeing him among these other, like, hunks with swimming trunks was like that mm. was already funny to me it's almost like the problem with this at least for me the problem with the start of season three is he can be so funny you don't actually have to have the most inventive sketch it's like i know let's do like a dating show except tim robinson is there i know let's am do I like right a team building that, exercise except right tim robinson is in, there in and season, then he just does stuff in season one and two did he not mm. occasionally play the straight guy Yes, so uh, I just just glancing at a few things that is going to come later in the season, yeah. but it is a rarity. Yeah. He does, for the most part, not play the the straight guy, and everyone's trying to be straight around him. So next one yes. doesn't have Tim Robinson yeah. in it. We get our mm. wonderful uh, cameo appearance by Fred Armisen. <coughs> we do indeed. Um, where? <laughs> yeah, he's laughing already. So, I mean, scores are going to be crazy for this because I didn't. I I'm... didn't even know what to write for myself because I, I yeah, don't know because yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, it's quite a simple. It's quite a simple sketch. A dad mm. has two kids, and he wants to prove that they that they're not respecting him. So he tries to show him a video of something, uh, so that they they can gain their respect. The video is of him walking down the street with some other kid calling him something, and then he proceeds to beat up the kid. But very obviously from the start, this kid is an old man actor. <laughs> And then the kids spot this; that are watching it. The kids seem um, super respectful about it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And, um, um, they just like, yeah, they just tell him like, uh, dad, this isn't real. This is clearly a thing. And then most of the, you think the sketch is going to be like the process of him trying to lie to them. But 80% of the sketches, he's been found out and he's just losing his shit. Yeah. And he gets really and angry at the company street sets who are the, <laughs> the ones that help make it the movie. <laughs> and, he, and I think at one point he goes, this guy just wanted, wanted to use it for his reel so he could be a stuntman or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he gets into the nitty gritty of the company street sets and how yeah. they fucked him off. And basically stole his money. And he, I'm just going to put it out there. He seems like an unhinged father. Yes. Um, it is funny to have a, a show, a, a sketch on the Tim Robinson show that doesn't have Tim Robinson in it. But Fred Armisen is almost like a precursor to him. He's got that very big weirdo energy. But like, if he just, this is the thing about both him and Tim Robinson. If they took it down like 10%, they're 
awesome, like just every man types. Mm. Right? If they're in the sketch as the straight man, for instance, and just not doing their weirdo shtick, they're super believable as like quite sympathetic leading mm. uh, straight men. And it's just funny how they've both just got these weirdo switches where they just get unhinged and hyper and it's just amazing to watch. Um, knowing Fred Armisen a bit from, from SNL, did you did you enjoy this this like losing I, his shit version? I don't know. I wasn't <clears throat> I, I didn't I, I struggled with it. I actually think this was probably the least enjoyable yeah, yeah, sketch yeah. of of thing and i don't i don't necessarily yeah. want to blame fred armison for that but no just, i know what you mean i know what you mean. And, and when he sort of did lose it i was just like oh he's it's almost like tim robinson was directing him and saying like just do me it's kind of how i read oh, it. that's interesting yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah i hear that i hear that i mean it is like it was all on him right it's him and two kids it's not him yeah. bouncing off of other comedians so i actually yeah. do hear you on that level now what sketch could possibly be next? Are so we, are we, are we the talking final, about the it? final one? Is the one that I immediately checked up to see if a website existed. I checked the website, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really oh, sad that dear. it wasn't because I, 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 I can't remember. There's there's another famous last season. There was another one. Well, I think that had a website. I right? think there's a famous sketch like I want to say color code cut pants or something like that from the previous okay. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pants with the drip water drip marks yeah, on it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I think a fan had set up the website rather than right. So I doubt it won't be long before we get the driving right, exactly. Oh boy. So this is if you want to know what a Tim Robinson sketch is like, <laughs> I feel like this is the one that you show someone because it shows how it goes from A to B. Nice. Clearly. I think yep. it's just weird enough that people might enjoy it, but not yep. over the top. Actually, no, it's fucking weird, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the setup itself is pretty like, okay, the guy tells his mates at work, like, listen, okay, the, I'm, I'm not nitpicking, but the one thing I can, <laughs> and I can't, you can't proceeds to nitpick. You can't, <laughs> you can't nitpick, really. But okay. I just wasn't sure of the relationship between these people. It looked like it was like a co-working space and this yes. guy was just hovering at the end of a table listening to a company i mean that's classic tim robinson at work right (laughs) yeah and hovering at the end of the table and the typical start to a sketch is like camera on group of people something 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 they're talking about something then suddenly camera pans and tim robinson's there (laughs) like it's kind of a very a very thing but yeah so there's a group of people talking about oh we got really drunk last night oh no how did i get home oh i don't know maybe i shouldn't have driven this that and the other and then pans to tim robinson who goes look guys if you ever need a lift or if you're ever in that position here's my car, just give me a call, no matter when, I'll pick you up. So you think, oh, okay, he's like offering, he's trying to be the nice designated driver situation. Mm. Cuts to a few nights later, one of those guys is coming out of the bar, had a few drinks, looks at his keys, he's like, oh, what should I do? And he's like, oh, you know what, I'll make the phone call. Mm. Um, Oh, you found the website, well done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then proceeds to drive the guy home and then starts making weird facial expressions we're all waving. thinking yeah, what's what is his going on? problem what's, what's he problem gonna, gonna be, be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and i t- don't even know how you're gonna describe this <laughs> <laughs> turns out he's turns come up out. with this great idea of being the driving crooner and what that means is that if you're looking from the outside into the driver's side window he has stuck <laughs> a <laughs> a laminate piece of crooner hat and cigar to the windows so that if you're alongside him it looks like he's wearing a hat and smoking a cigar <laughs> and the, the the mouth motions he has to do to make it look like he's smoking a cigar is mental like he's probably having a whoop, whoop, whoop. like yeah. he's moving his lips like a mentalist and um, and you find something... this out 
because yes. <laughs> very Tim Robinson y. Yeah. When someone isn't, when someone's driving alongside him and isn't yeah. aligned up perfectly to make it look like he's wearing the hat and cigar, he suddenly just scre- starts screaming, fuck, fuck, fuck. They're trying to make it look fake. They're trying to make it look fake. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> then he's con- convinced that. People want to steal his idea. They're out to get him. They're trying to kill him or whatever. Frat boys specifically drive up alongside him and threaten to kill him. That's the 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 genius part of this sketch is where like he's just being like a weirdo who thinks everyone's out to get him. But then these frat boys actually like roll down the window. I'm gonna kill you, driving crooner. (laughs) Actually being targeted. Um, He just has. I mean, and this is. I've run out of things to say. This is where it is actually genius because to me it's like I know it sounds listen hear me out but we all have dreams okay yeah. and the driving crooner has a dream and yeah, yeah it's weird but your dreams are weird to me and mine to you right yeah. we don't he, all he get genuinely each other's feels dreams like his purpose on on this life <laughs> was to make the driving crooner work and he's to make it a make... successful business yeah he's, there's going to be at least four or five more around America I think was one of the lines. <laughs> And knowing how Tim Robinson shit goes viral, I would not be surprised to see them out and about in the wild. Um, I think that's been a fantastic recap of all the sketches and just yeah, I feel like in your in discussing the scores now. Sorry, it's like like telling a great joke that you saw someone told you the other day, but spending twenty minutes doing it and telling six of them. (laughs) Yeah, we told six jokes. We retold them, made each other. To be fair, I think um, uh, the listeners will appreciate this is very much the. When you and your the friend, weird Jeff um, humor that sometimes gets recommended. <laughs> First, firstly, it's the weird Jeff humor that gets recommended. Secondly, we all have um, the the friend who like when you recommend something that's funny and you actually both find it funny. That even the talking about it can both get you going. We all have friends like that. So the fact that me and Christopher get to do that with each other is really fun. He enjoys many other bits of comedy. He likes to single this out as a very weirdo slash Jeff bit of comedy, but. You've all heard it. He's laughing during, so we're hmm. all very curious to hear. Always laughing what? during. <laughs> laughing during even the telling. It's hmm. like, I, it would be very interesting to me if you now went the other way and was like, it's shit. So like, it's making, like, you can find it weird, but it's clearly, it's making you laugh in the telling, which I assume you're at least laughing a little bit while watching, if not having those funny laughing, giggling butterflies in your head. And it was 16 minutes and 41 and was, seconds. Oh, that's got to improve a score. That's got to improve a score. Um, I'll finish with this question, though. Um, if not for, like, oh, I need to figure out the, the time we're recording the pod and, like, my life and whatever, if it's just, like, plain sailing, lots of free time, after you watch that episode, are you watching episode two relatively quickly or are you, like, leave me alone for a bit? Um, if we weren't recording mm-hmm. a pod... I probably would have binged the whole series. There's like six episodes, Jeff. It could, you, that's like... Okay. I mean, let's easy, give up easy, for some easy. weird Jeff comedy. What are we talking about? <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you one thing. For, for if me, I told you my... where I did pivot after that, you'd be <laughs> quite confused. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, for me, it's like, it reminds me of um, something that could potentially get pitched down the line. The film Bo is Afraid and just a lot of... Um, that's a really good movie that I watched and it, it had to go pretty extreme to win me over and i'm going to keep thinking about this as episodes go on i don't know if it's aging having consumed a lot of content have being on the go consuming a lot of content most days but for, for, for whatever reason in the year of our lord 2023 i do need stuff to push the boundaries to like win me over and stimulate me and i feel like um something like oh, bo is afraid is very segue. <laughs> we're nearly there um bo, something like bo is afraid is very um, emotional very inventive and it really pushes the boundaries and in a different sense i think you should leave does that too in terms of just it does. 
for me it does it in this way where like it's actually like it has quite a few moments of like i'm not enjoying this it's actually making me cringe but then like because it um you know people use that term a lot right cringe comedy for for me that almost just refers to like we're actually going for something a bit more realistic and we're not just going for like soft popcorn laughs but like a bit of discomfort for me is actually such a welcome laugh because every bit of content i consume a polished up thing you're comfortable you got an ad you're just very taken care of especially the pods i listen to and mm. most most content so i actually what i like about this show for me personally is not even like the crazier bits it's more the bits where like for a few minutes i'm watching like i just feel uncomfortable because <laughs> i know it is going to come back and win me around and make me laugh so weirdly enough, it is, that is it's a, it's what a I like weird about the show. it's a weird mm. feeling that when a sketch finishes yes. you're like great what's the next one gonna be about because you haven't got yeah, a clue yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not there's no consistent storyline there's none of that it's just literally just constant just mini little sketches which mm. i guess yes that is what a sketch show is but mm. there's not a lot of them out anymore i don't yeah feel. definitely not definitely not i remember back in the day oh you've just really really hit a reminiscence sort of uh, patch for me here back in the day on itv there was something called the sketch show i think and it mm. had tim vine in it and some like classic british comedians and it was just stupid ass shit but like you know we like snl out here that's a big favorite of the podcast and it's um sometimes when you do just have a little short burst of back-to-back sketches mm. um it's a really fun time i think the genius of this show is let's pack it into a tiny little episode and what you end up doing is oh because i fancy that i'll go on to episode two but if like us you're doing a pod right after you can just leave it there and it didn't stretch it out to a half an hour you're like okay i get it it's too much craziness like i think they really nail it with the running times whoever figured that out it must have been right you got tim robinson here and you got the exec here and tim robinson's telling him all the pictures and the exec's like uh and tim robinson's like trust me it'll only be 15 minutes and the exec's like you're hired because <laughs> like if at face value of all of those you were telling um you were saying earlier like how do you even pitch these the weirdest to me is my favorite example the driving crooner yeah. like without the comedy actually going on in front of your face that must be so hard to describe and then um it does it and it's the highlight of this episode at least for me and um we talked longer than i, I thought <laughs> i th- yeah listen don't worry we'll, we'll fit in all the apple need needed um i've got scores that i'm now doubting because it seems like you did do a, a, ra- a recap that you enjoyed i gave you a four for anticipation because i thought hey 16 to 17 minutes and i was going to watch it anyway there's a tick in two boxes that's got to be if it's uh if it's below a four i'll be confused um i actually put two for enjoyment because it uh, it was kind of verging between a three and a two for me where like during it anyway as i say it's got a lot of discomfort but then i put four again but afterwards now i'm thinking it's more like a four three three but i've gone four two four uh a three in anticipation really okay <clears throat> gutted a four in enjoyment what and then a three in retrospect wow i so. don't even know my friend anymore ladies and gentlemen um <laughs> and the main reason it's three in retrospect is because it's not i don't think it's the funniest episode that he's done that i've seen sure, sure so i'm looking real. at the episode i'm very i'm a stickler for the rules jeffrey stickler um okay so i was four off which is crazy and the four enjoyment was because it was kind of like a comfortable remembering oh yeah i enjoyed these last time sort of thing it it felt like you know i was in safe hands if you want to say that yeah yeah, yeah. really not weirdest hands hands. (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but safe regardless in their weirdness and familiarity i um yeah but i feel like the losing streak might just continue but now we're getting on to one of the weirdest things that's ever happened on this show yeah we've, we've got a short window of time we're going to pack in a lot here but 
I feel like let, I should let, just let, go on mute for 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I really want you to, as much as possible, be involved in my review and either ask questions or direct me because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the framing for this is I'm not a tech guy. Christopher mm-hmm. is a tech guy. Okay, If you want to be that simple, if you want to be that black and white, if you're forcing me into a corner and one of us has to be the tech guy and the other one can't be, fine, you got me. Christopher is, I'm not. He's out here watching this thing every year like it's the WrestleMania of tech, his annual watch along and i'm like watching it for the first five minutes like what the fuck am i doing with my life i i was watching this with my (laughs) so i I, i've got an idea i'm going to quickly whistle through what i can remember from it okay great. and because i feel like chronological order throughout the keynote so it's the wwdc apple 2023 keynote worldwide developer conference um love that for you (laughs) hey we can't have a go at acronyms when we're the C triple A H or whatever. So I think it opens with a funny little video of a guy yeah. like writing code and then he chases a bubble around the street. Any thoughts? Lost lost me already. Cool. Cool. And then they announced some new MacBook Airs or a new 15-inch MacBook Air. Understand anything from that at all? Yeah, sorry. You're actually... <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely going to recap through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. It just lost me in the sense of like, okay, you're setting me up with a cheesy ad here. But like, I was sort of like, I was... I, I came in expecting a guy on a stage. So I'm yeah. already a bit lost in that. So even though you said, no, it's a bit more remote now. You did sort mm. of explain it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I was thrown off by that ad. And then, yes, yeah, so I'm following. And now they're going to talk to me about products. And yeah, so the yeah. first one was the laptop. Okay, yeah, I'm following along. I don't understand every word that's being said but i definitely have thoughts about the presentation okay what were your thoughts on the initial presentation what the fuck are we doing ladies and gentlemen <laughs> boys and girls <laughs> like i don't know i to give myself a bit of context right i yeah. think you might have seen this in your inbox I, i'm not I, I could i i had to cheat i had to find some way to care mm. that's a bit of a sideways tangent to it so um you sent me an article on tim cook well timothy cook. i was in i was in a shop and i saw that on the front cover of gq was tim cook and ah. this happened to be our recording week so i thought let me see if that's free online because you hear it i'm not sure the listeners are as used to it as you but i'm doing a lot of bitching about paywalls stopping me from reading things i want to read and that thing in its fullness was just available free online so i read it and now if not rooting for tim cook in a sports team sense or whatever uh, my favorite character on a show or something like that i definitely felt some sort of like Oh, I used to have some sort of um, idea slash re- parasocial relationship with Steve Jobs. And Tim Cook, to me, has always just been like the more boring guy who took over and steadied the ship. And that's him. And reading the um, article didn't dissuade me of that notion, to be honest. But at least you got more of a look behind um, mm-hmm. the the looking glass, so to speak. Do you and, know what? Uh, just... um, uh, mm. One of his traits, or not his traits, um, what his specialism was before he ended up being the CEO. So Tim, uh, mm. so Steve Jobs... Um, was the sort of the, the crazy decision maker, the visionary mm. sort of person. Yes. And Tim Cook to him was the uh, supply chain guy is effectively right. what he gets referred to because he was right. the one that could drive efficiencies. The whole idea of bringing the the made to order thing. So it meant they weren't stocking up a lot of products and stuff like that. So mm. basically when you clicked go, I want the exact number of, of phones laptops computers whatever was available and therefore they weren't stocking therefore they weren't wasting money and stuff like that so he he understood supply chains he knew the market and how to get things from a to b and that was his sort of specialism coming into the company but so i mean it's been about it's crazy to think about this because i still remember like steve jobs has died sort of Mm. um thing it's now 13 years he's been the replacement ceo and like okay so it looks like um whatever 
and he also would step in as Steve Jobs was getting ill, right? So it wasn't yeah. like a totally left field choice. But in picking the guy who, so to speak, you know, will like get our efficiency up, mm. um, they made the right move. It seems and safe made, to say made more right? money than they ever did. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, that's really interesting to me. Um, can can because you're you're doing the highlights. Can we just can we start? I feel like I I want to do the the bad. The thing that I actually have a take on and have on. feel a way about go first, on, on, and then we yeah. can wind back through. And it's the thing at the end, okay? The big reveal. Yeah. Right? The, one the thing more that was thing. rumored. The one more thing. Which, which was is... a big deal because we haven't had a one more thing in a while. Okay. So, for, as as um, I say, Christopher is used to these events. So, part of you is watching like. Uh, we're, we're 90 minutes know. in. We think, are we doing it? Are we actually they going to announce it? Because it's been rumored for ages. Right. And I think. So you're watching knowing that this might be the thing. Yes. Which is the re- one of the reasons why I pitched it. So this is the equivalent of me watching WrestleMania going like when Seth Rollins is asking for an opponent. Of course, Cody's music's going to play. But then when it plays, you're still shocked and happy. Sure. So like even. <laughs> don't act like you're not with me every step of the way here. But you know what I mean? It's like. Cody. You're surprised. <laughs> You're surprised, but you're still like, oh, wow, it's still a big deal. Yeah, because okay. the the tech journalists or whatever, we knew that this has been in the making. We know it's been behind the scenes. Um, Tim Cook has dropped Easter eggs on his shareholder calls saying that we think the next big move is AI, but he's never really said what or where or how or why because he got asked about VR loads of times and stuff like that. Mm. And sorry, mm. I mean AR, not AI. Mm. God, AR. actually, yeah, yeah. they didn't actually mention AI once in the entire Which I found very interesting because that's such a huge thing in the media right now. And even I'm yeah. out here thinking like, what's going on with that? They didn't mention it once. That's a good shout. So yeah. AR, I didn't actually, I was always like, why are we talking about VR? AR is augmented reality, yeah. correct? Yeah, because one of the difficult things with VR is that when you put it on, you are completely unaware of your surroundings and things like that. Right. And Whereas this is more, this is a really fun segue for me. This is more Minority Report. Yes, okay? yes. Or so that's why, Tony Stark. <laughs> sure. But to come back to Minority Report, I sent you a Minority <laughs> Report gift yesterday because I was listening to a podcast you recommended to me a long time ago in your never-ending quest to make me at least a quasi-tech guy, um, The Rocket Pod, which is a fantastic yeah. podcast. I haven't finished and that episode they, yet. <laughs> Oh, so, well, it's a great episode, and for for once, I'm ahead of uh, you on that one. I haven't been able to listen to that podcast for a while, and um, they had so many takes. It was such a good time. But um, one really interesting thing is, if I got this at least semi-correct, it was reminding one of the hosts of Minority Report, and mm. like he used to like he would move stuff with his hands and whatever. And then apparently, some of the developers who worked on the 2002 Steven Spielberg film Minority Report are part of this. Wow. Or at least consulted on it, which is crazy, right? Can you imagine? Um, the future is crazy. And a lot of my takes on this... So, just, I think we need to explain, please. just in case anyone missed no, no, it. No, good shout. Good shout. So, Apple announced a product called Apple Vision Pro. Apple Vision Pro. Which are a set of basically ski goggles you put on your face, very similar to the Oculus Quest or the PlayStation 4 VR or whatever it Uh is. Uh However, the technology that's in this and their vision for how it works and what it's going to be used for is probably quite far ahead of their Mm. competitors. Uh However, the price isn't. Um, But then very, I'll say very now, very now, I'll say right now, Mm. that the price isn't for consumers it's just to get it in the hands of developers so that they can right. then take it where it needs to get to. Because in, so the price in, being about three and a half K. Yeah. Because right. if you remember things like the iPhone and stuff like that, it didn't really 
take off until people made apps for it until uber mm. appeared on it and things like that also we've become a tech podcast it happened like right was, under me like yeah, i'm also, out here like trying to review i still art. remember when airpods first got announced and people thought they looked like little brawn toothbrushes hanging out your ears and thought who's right. gonna wear these the whole freaking right. world apparently did um right. so i didn't realize this, but during corona apparently is when that really took off so that's interesting what airpods oh really yeah apparently that's a whole thing but yeah no good shout and, and so are, this um, is version one of a product right. And that's, that's one thing that needs to be remembered. This isn't, no one's going to be wearing these. Well, you're not going to see these in the wild, which is another thing right. I like to say, is yes. I always like to look in the wild and see what is actually being used by the average consumer, which we, yes. we figured out last week is you and I'm the uh-huh. average nerd. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So with that said, it sounds like Chris is very much like at least to a point for now in a sort of steady, moderate way he's still willing to accept information but he's intrigued enough to be like listen everyone there's something that's intriguing because the the, i I can i've already seen it like on the socials the the apple bashing but then you've got the apple defenders and yes i'm possibly historically a defender but this is not something i will probably use for 10 to 12 years or something right it's crazy okay okay i mean i'm i've my, my take will be interesting for you and then we'll get on to the so mm. much of it i actually did like which i think will make uh, you happy in terms of uh, stuff that they talked about on this um you know like some stuff like they're talking about the tech and the spec for just the new la- the studio stuff and the new chip and i'm like you're telling me about a chip like what do i know about a chip like bless this lady trying to tell me about a chip and the different speakers and um and then suddenly so like for a minute they're losing you right and then they come back it's still on the vision pro thing no, 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 oh. sorry. I'm going back to, to, to contextualize to get to the Vision Pro. Yeah. During the entirety of it, they would lose me getting a bit techy. Even though, don't get me wrong, they do it in this very presentable, warm, sort of slow way. But I'd still be like, I am really trying to concentrate right now. Kind of and vibe. I still need and your then, take on Craig. Oh, don't worry, we'll get to Craig. And then um, suddenly it would just be more like, oh, here's all the new cool stuff you can do on your phone. And it yeah. would just make me super aware of like, oh... These are such an, it's like to a scary point, these are integral parts of our lives and this Mm. is the cool new stuff we can do on it. For instance, you know, just something that between you and I, I bet we'll laugh about is like the voice notes now, you're going to get these transcripts. So if you can't listen to them immediately, you can at least see what they're about to know if they're about something that's urgent. I thought of you when I got that. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Voice though out here doing his thing, right? So like lots of bits like that, I would be, uh, they would get me back in. Suddenly it was the, I actually had really enjoyed it in a stimulating way until we got to ar okay mm. for me i'm not sure how, if you could have a retort to this this is the sort of thing you're gonna just stare at me and go like buh like <laughs> i have no take on that but just christopher here are some blanket statements mm. the future is here the future is scary the inex the inexorable march forward of time is a lot <laughs> it's overwhelming and you it, can't stop technology <laughs> and it, it just it just looks like ready player one which is not a fun world to live in apparently <laughs> right 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 and it's w- whether it's a lot of like the ai stuff that i feel like just like two weeks ago i've got some younger colleagues at work laughing about using this new vangled thing called chat gbt to write their essays and now like ai is like being talked about by presidents and prime ministers and is a big deal right it's like i thought those colleagues mentioned it like two weeks ago and it was probably six months ago but that's still very fast for things to be taking off the way they're taking off and my whole thing was the way they presented it was clearly this is the big thing they're trying to make a big splash and as you say there's lots of um qualifiers in terms of like oh it's not actually trying to get the just consumer who would buy a regular laptop at the moment it's more just to like although they're, although, they're cornering the market they're making a big you know but on, on that i was mm. hoping that they would pitch it more in its 
it, this is for developers, this, that, and the other, but they never really specifically said that. And it's and yeah. it looks like Joe Public could buy it if they wanted it. So, sure, sure. Because leading up to it, it was how are they going to market this? How are they going to pitch it? Because the average person isn't going to spend three and a half grand on something. However, mm. they might. People, yeah. when the Apple Watch came out, it wasn't the fitness watch that it was now. It didn't have all of that sort of stuff. And they marketed yep. it as a fashion jewelry piece and made gold versions that. I don't Did know. They? Yeah. See, this is where this is interesting to me. This is where your so, historical knowledge of this stuff is so very interesting. We're on like Apple Watch version six or seven now, but Ultra. version one, they mm. they had five, six thousand version pound versions of it because mm. I don't know whether they're just trying to flood the market or whether they're trying to get money in or what they're trying to do. Mm. It's just an interesting tactic. But anyway, sorry, Karen. Yeah, no, no, that's a really good shout, and and it just it just goes to show for me. I don't know if like the same way I'd have a um, a critique of a director. I don't know if I'm critiquing Apple or just their director, <laughs> the, the, fu- uh, the future, the nature of time itself. But I hate this AR shit, and it's probably because um, they have a few like clips and trying to sell it of like you know. The thing that from listening to just a few podcasts about it, this, the, the, the revolutionary part seems to be something quite simple, which is almost just <laughs> help me out here with the technical language. Mm. Desktop extending to have yep. more than one desktop on the go. doesn't quite seem worth £3,000 to me, but bloody hell, um, that's what it is. And it's just going to be like little like movements of your hand instead of a des- device and things like this. And to me, it's I just hated it in terms of like, you know companies are out here doing their shit and it's just the future is here and this technology is nearly here and maybe you're right for a common consumer we're still 10 years away from it being out there but like that's by the time we're in our 40s um it's just it's just i'm not loving the future christopher and i wish we wouldn't live in minority report i'm still out here like watching blade runner going haha they thought it would be like that and it's not but like hold on maybe it is and it's just um that you know one of the clips was like the dad wearing it and sort of like hugging oh, his kids and yeah it was kind of creepy and it's just um and one you know that another selling point was like hey even if you don't go to the game you can beat the game and i was like no i want to be i want to go to the game though i don't want to like half some people can't though jeff hey listen for the some people who can't i'm not trying to i'm not trying to yuck your yum mm. i'm not trying to say it has has no use and no utility but you know where i'm going to get defensive about it movies. and hey some people yeah it's the movies it's like you don't have to go to the movies Bro, let me go to the movies. Stop trying to get me to... St- I don't know. Uh, uh, it's a weird link, but I'll, I will say it to you. One of the most profound reading experiences of my life was the book Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. And it's all about this video. And it was like in the mid-90s. But the basic concept was just there's this video that people couldn't stop watching. And it was just so compulsive and addictive a thing that they would then like die because they couldn't mm. take their eyes off it. And it was just almost um, exaggerating what's already happening in the culture. And for me, this just, you know, the, the thing that didn't work about the Apple keynote for me, it was it was very corporate and it was very suit and tie. And it was like, I kept thinking it's quite stimulating for like a novelist or someone trying to come up with ideas like me, where it's like, there are going to be so many fucked up people who use this in fucked up ways and get more lonely because of it. In theory, it's because, mm. oh, it's going to connect you. Blah, 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 but like just just like social media on your phone. Just like everything. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. This is just like the most. New just like the people who, of, I don't know eat more sugar than they should because it's available to them and sure, sure, people sure. who this drive their the cars faster than they should <laughs> yeah, it, no 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 I, lots, lots of shit is wrong here this is just probably the most dystopian like wow we're already yeah. here new turn don't get me wrong this isn't really to do with as I say it's not to do with the Apple one, the one thing I'll say AR. is when, when, when they throw the products out there mm. where it ends up and how it ends up being used is not often 
where it right. went from the start. Like I said, the watch is a perfect example. They didn't yeah. know what to do with the Apple Watch, and then they pivoted pretty hard three, four mm. years in and went, fitness, mm. that's what we're going to do with it. Fitness, health, that's what the device is made for. It's so interesting. See, um, on that level, I do find it very interesting. And whatever happens with this is going to be so interesting. Yeah, and when the, phone, when the phone got released, it's, no, it's a million miles away from where it is now. As right, well. right, right, right. Uh, I, I think consumers will decide what right. and how they use 3D TVs. Do you remember when that got mm, launched? Mm. Does anyone have a 3D TV anymore? Mm. Um, and so and I'm, to- I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, again, I don't want to be, I'm not the defender. I don't, you are like a little it. Bit. I probably wouldn't use it right now in its how it is. I'd give it a go, but then I'm probably putting it. You're the defender because there's so much hate and you're like, this isn't all fair. Yeah, I just think there's a bit of a thing because, yeah. I mean, no one hates the... Well, I think most of the hate is because of the price compared to what you can yeah. get some of these things which, for now. Did, and but, did you hear, because um, Mac Break Weekly, episode 873, which you recommended to me, um, really fun listen, total Leo. The boo in the Mr. crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The boo in the crowd when the price came up and one of the hosts, um, these are really expert tech guys sort of recapping it, and one of the hosts either was there or had a friend there and apparently like the the just... Both the boo in the crowd when the price was announced and just the lack of any cheering. Yeah. And this is the bit where I can talk with a bit more authority and a bit less just existential panic. But like it as a product, the talk itself, the keynote itself was fascinating to me because to give myself some context, I went back on YouTube and watched the first earliest available keynote. Mm. And it was like a 10 minute excerpt from like 1984 yeah. of Steve Jobs. Um having re- returned the prodigal son and all of that stuff like it's an amazing story with apple but and i'll, I'll, I'll tell you this too 10 to 15 percent more interesting having watched succession um <laughs> to, to, i'll keep saying uh, probably the best show of the last 10 years and anything to do with like corridors of power and people at the top of businesses and stuff i'm instantly i find a lot more intrigue there than i used to just find bland corporate bullshit but like there is human messiness there and it is very intriguing all that said i gave that as a watch a bit of a at uh you know just to give myself some context and then um i'm watching this one and firstly i did not expect tim cook's voice to be like that i will tell you that (laughs) i felt like this is odd it's funny the gq piece was in theory to get to a bit more the human side and it almost like part of the reason why he does seem to be such a great fit is because he doesn't uh he's not like the uber masculine i'm gonna fight and like he's approachable yeah, yeah, he's less he's less aggressive and more just like a bit of a he comes off as a bit of a a soft touch, but he's clearly like the most efficient C three PO cyborg ever, right? He's clearly mm. very good at what he does, and he's into his products. And and anyone can email him. And anyone can email him about. Oh, did you read the article? I, I read the first like like with most of your emails, you article, <laughs> emails you whether article to mine, me the, the articles. Whether you email it's me. my words or the article itself, I like get through at least the first few paragraphs. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and then I see the little him. scrolly thing on the side. I'm like, ah, it's going on for ages. I got time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone trying to read my text messages. But yeah, so like just him starting off a big critique on um, the Total Leo podcast, which I wouldn't have been as familiar with as you would be, is like the lack of just it's on a stage being delivered to you. And Leo's whole whole thing was like, when I go to a rock concert, I want to go to a rock concert. I don't want a polished live product. And to me, this was like, we're almost talking about the AR thing. It's like, Mm. I don't want, I want the messy. I don't want the super polished thing. And Mm. I get that criticism of the, the keynote. If you're used to something on a stage presented, that would be nice. Apparently, as you mentioned, this took off because of COVID and Mm. people are convinced they're never going to go back. It allows them 
to sort of control it more. And the amount of information that gets hurtled towards you at a very fast rate, but they present it really, really um, concisely somehow. And it's quite exciting. Apparently, compared to like a Google or a Meta or whatever, they do it in a much more awesome way, Apple. Apparently, they're top of the... Mm the food chain when it comes to that and i'm not about to do my research to watch those other competitors but i do agree i got information i got very excited actually about my phone which is a very weird <laughs> sentence i got excited about my phone but like it just it does just make you think i'm more of a passive user of this shit and as much as i'm out here like more of a novelist mindset of like wondering how it's going to make us more um disconnected it's also like i'm sitting on top of lots of utility that i don't engage with and it's mm. really interesting to me whether it's my watch or laptop or phone it did just put me in mind of like that um, just imagining like an apple guy wearing an apple shirt with an apple baseball cap you know like when homer's on the couch wearing his like sports team and it's like <laughs> the way that they're marketing to you it's like yeah i i do quite like apple i don't think they're quite the when i was younger i thought they were going to like change and save the world in these ways that mm. just companies don't right and then once you're the most powerful company in the world and you have about the same gross domestic product as like the country of england or whatever it is i heard mm. someone say about apple you're gonna then replace the powerful you were trying to rebel against like it's just the nature mm. of of life right so okay i'm still an apple and to some degree i use their products but um just yeah it's a lot of um i was watching a two-hour ap apple advert right mm. to a point now and adverts are fun but, but, it's but what advert. did you think of craig so I thought Craig was great. I didn't like he he walked off aggressively. I thought, work on your walk, mate. Whenever he would hand off to someone, he would like his whole body's protruding forward. Like just walk, my guy. There's, I feel like there are um, so many in jokes now in yeah, the keynote, which is like there's probably so many things he said that you're like eh, but it's literally referencing previous jokes, previous things that have been said really? about him. Really? Oh, that's keynotes. fascinating. Yeah. Like I mean, crack lots team of it... that comes up with the uh, Mac os naming convention which is now going to be sonoma or whatever something like, about mountains and something yeah, yeah. like that's like a, a running gag which is like <laughs> you wouldn't think you'd get in a keynote but it, oh it, that's so funny yeah because it felt a bit like he was emphasizing the crack team that had to do the name i was like okay yeah. interesting um yeah it's so funny it was so like it almost reminded me of the tim robertson team building sketch <laughs> like it's because it's so corporate and yeah. dude the views on it are crazy i'm out here thinking like you know, oh, I have to actually watch a keynote. I'm not like, why am I on the clock and feeling like I'm at mm. work? Meanwhile, it's got... I The first time I looked at it, when you told me to watch, it was 8 million views. I was like, oh, not right now. I went back and it was already on like 13. It was like a day later. I was like, what's going on? Um, and that's probably just like... on YouTube when it's actually available yeah. on yeah. their website and stuff like that as well. Right. People on technology like technology, it turns out, which I didn't, you know, maybe I'm more in the minority than I realized just using the technology and sometimes not wanting to be informed about it um but some of the you know on on this total leo podcast they were having a go at some of these people for not being total like the best leo presenters podcast. is that what it's called now well that's what it says total leo yeah that's the the if you want to see we can talk about this because i need that that's the it says twit underneath but on the feed on spotify it's on the total leo feed I've never He's the host, right? Yeah, but I've never seen them before in my life. <laughs> a compend oh, here we go. A compendium of podcasts from the chief twit, Leo Laporte. Oh, so it's almost this like feed every includes of all of Leo's um, audio or video releases. Fair okay, yeah, I keep referring to explain to the listener. It was MacBreak this Weekly. This is MacBreak Weekly. This is one of Christopher's favorite tech podcasts that he, I think, once upon a time recommended. 
And it's like the equivalent of me recommending him it's, the MMA it's like hour. the first ever podcast I started listening to back in the early 2000s. That's crazy. Which is and it's still fun. going. So I rate them for that and I find that awesome. I find him a really engaging, thoughtful, cool host with super opinions. He hated this shit. I love that for yeah. him. In terms of the AR, he said ergonomically and psychologically, it's an F, but uh, technologically, it's an A. Um, I'm, I'm, I was pretty much with him on all his arguments. Um, and I get that it's almost like in the politics of technology... Mm. Apple almost had to do a trade-off and be like, listen, the tech isn't fully there. It's going to be too expensive, but like, we've got something really great that developers can still use, and we just need to be the first, and the others aren't going to get there. Some of that calculation must have played into it. One thing that literally has just popped into my head, um, one Mm. thing that Apple is very good at is accessibility. So if you went into Mm. your settings on your phone or whatever and looked up accessibility settings, for people who do have disabilities or are unable to use the phones like average people can Mm. or... I'm not going to say regular people. That's not the right way of saying sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. But from an accessibility perspective, they're very good. And what I, I think is probably hasn't even been mentioned once in any of the takes that I've seen mm. is the ability with this Vision Pro to use your eyes and move a cursor to anywhere you want to look. Mm. And just by pinching your, your thumb and your forefinger to click, move and drag. Mm. For people who aren't as able as others, that mm. in terms of technological advances gives them access to products like this to be able to use things like this much more easily. And I think that those technological technological advances that they've made for this product will actually then filter down to everything and everywhere in Mm. years to come, which again is just, just, they've just pushed the bar in Mm. terms of how people think computers, phones, whatever should work. Mm. Sticking the thing in your head and watching a movie is not probably the the i don't know the one main feature for this thing but it's just one of many features that they're just Mm. flinging at the wall and going look what it can do it's to demonstrate Mm. what it can do but i I don't know that's just kind of no that's that's really interesting as i've as i've said before you should work for apple because that was quite the sell (laughs) job there um and to be fair i like it because you're very out here historically used to the pivots they make and this one to be like oh it's sort of like gaming but you can also just do regular computing but yeah all of their demos was like we're flinging it at the wall you can use it for facetime you can use it at work you can use it in the kitchen i'm like what are they what what do you want it to do and your point the same i i can imagine something similar to the watch going down where actually what you just phrased is like super hard for me to hate on which is just like democratizing accessibility so to speak and just that that angle seems to me very very valid and we'll we'll see how it um have you ever tried to use your phone with a glove (laughs) right yes sort of thing yeah yeah yeah. um there's there's a lot there it's just as i say the, the thing that just put me off about it is just the future just won't stop christopher and we're getting <laughs> we're getting older and things are happening and the way that you know if you try to describe even smartphones and how they took over our lives it happens in this really like you know every every new update and every new big thing we're all talking about it don't get me wrong but if you like rewound to, to 10 years ago and looked at how much they've taken over our lives our phones and different parts of it it's, yeah. it's super scary man and um there are people who and- don't remember life without a phone yeah, yeah, yeah. We're part of the generation who just about does. So I think it's quite a, a funny uh, one for us. But as I say, there was um, really, really fun bits too. Like uh, <laughs> there was a bit where they were doing the, the voice note thing and like how you can now get a transcript. I'm not sure if people were memeing this already, but it was like 20 minutes in and it like showed a, a, a transcription play. And it was a guy saying, hey, mom, I found out what was going on in the basements. There was a family of raccoons. I'm now feeding them in your bath. Like all this was showing. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. And I, I paused it. I, I can't remember if I screenshot it or not, but I was like, fair play to whoever's part of the, 
the presentation because that bit actually did pop me, yeah. so to speak. It made me laugh. Um, besides all the dystopian stuff, there are the, the 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 other the one last thing that just technologically to me speaks of like a scary time is like because this already happens. So like for one thing, they're doing this cool. No more ducking not being able to say fucking, which is a really cool joke that I wouldn't have even expected in a way in mm. a um, corporate environment like this keynote, but it was made and apparently autocorrect is going to get adjusted and stuff we've talked about is included with that. Um, but like, there's this thing that already does of like anticipating what you're going to say when it needs a mm. bit of predictive text. And it's like, you know, because your, your phone, um, they do this thing as well of saying iPhone. They never say the iPhone. Okay. Is that, have you, have you noticed that? Because I'm always I like, know I people were saying the iPhone. <laughs> well, an they're iPhone. Not, they're not an early 2000s indie band. Why would they? <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. They're not the iPhones, but like, this is an iPhone I'm holding. I'm not telling you about the transformative power of iPhone. That just sounds weird to me. Well, like, anyway, they would do that for all their products. Because none of them were real. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, with that said, they did this thing of like, just like, hey, your your device gets to know you and it knows mm. how you talk. So if you need to, in a rush, write a bit more quickly, mm. it'll, it'll finish your sentences for you. I'm like, bruv, you're almost tricking me into like saying shit. I felt this before in typing. It mm. starts saying a phrase I've used before. Like, hooey. I like to text a good hooey. <laughs> and sometimes I'm trying to say hi to someone. It's hooey. And I'm like, I guess that works. And I'm sending that. And <laughs> so I just does it know exactly very... how many O's and E's need to be in hooey? It gives me what an option, and if I'm in a rush, I'll go for it sometimes. Or like, what happens oof. on your iPhone, Jeff? Stays I like a big iPhone. oof. Um, how do you mean? Like, that, it doesn't that, go. That in terms of when they say all this predictive, oh, I can't. I don't want to do it again. I'm not going to integrate in Apple Universe, right? That's no. going to translate over to I'm here on a bloody Google on a on a Word document trying no. to write my novel. I'll be like, no, well, so you'd usually if, if... say this. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you google stuff and you have a yep. google account it's on all your googly things yeah oh, and, and that sort of stuff is saved there your yep. predictive stuff and all your siri stuff literally only stays on your phone um right, right, they right, do right, all right. of that guesswork on your phone and it doesn't go up into the world or the cloud and they don't have sight of it or whatever allegedly allegedly know. um allegedly. loads of this i liked um i love the the new airpod sort of audio adapt Stability stuff where you're going to be walking and then it, it it senses you're talking to someone and it will go down or whatever mm. i'll never forget um an interview with michael stipe um rem lead singer back in the day where he was asked about like what does he listen to when he's on the go and i was like oh i listen to stuff on the go i just bought an ipod in the year mm. 2000 or whatever like tell me about it and he was like well i see everyone with their headphones in now it seems very like they're disconnected from their environment like i try not to do that as much as i like music when i'm in a place i'd like to be in the place and I was like, God damn it. And the amount that 20 something <laughs> years later, I still think about that because yeah. I'm a big, as you might know, consuming content kind of guy. And hey, I'm here for environments. Environments are great. Look at outside. It's green. Fantastic. But like I'm out here like playing stuff on my headphones all the time. And it's almost like I love that they're being clever and letting it adapt mm. to the environment so you don't feel fully cut off from it. But it's also like too clever by half. <laughs> it's like and that's the thing about these big um companies listen i'm gonna get to some scores now because i watched it yeah, you know i feel i feel both like i have a lot more critiques of apple but i also like like it more and like some of the detail more um so like there was a lot to there was a lot to like about it it was a two as a anticipation why am i telling you why aren't you guessing <laughs> oh did you get it <laughs> i did get it <laughs> So yeah, so my guess is my guess yeah. is about two in anticipation. Fantastic, <laughs> genuinely. Oh, okay. I, I, I need you to be off by four down. now. And, yeah. Uh, um, in then I had a, a three in enjoyment. Interesting. And a three in retrospect. 
I have a two two four today. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to accuse me of coming up with colourful scores just to not have the same old scores, I still won. No, you still won. You still very won. Yeah. Um, two for enjoyment was just because like I've never done a thing where like I actually like occasionally was like. And you didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it live. So it was spoiled. It, I mean, I saw these headsets and lots of jokes about them. And you sent me a message a- saying Apple eyes. Apple eyes. <laughs> Apple. I like one of, I like how just it's so like, it's just such a culture and such a, mm. there's already such history there, such a dialogue there, such a community there who gets it. But like, just in terms of the, the minutia on the rocket pod, one of the hosts talking about like how she just doesn't like Apple Vision Pro. There's too many like pros and, you know. Mm. MacBook Pro, it's like yeah, Maxes and whatever. It's like just call it Apple Vision. That's pretty cool. Mm. And like in that respect, I agree. But like I've never Apple had Vision something... will be the consumer version. Interesting. There you go. There you go. Um, I'm at, and usually, um, it would be the you know Pro is like the upgrade, right? Mm. So maybe it's just the other way. That's really interesting. Um, I've never had a thing where I've watched it that you've recommended where like bits of it I'm like transfixed and I want to take notes and I'm loving, and then like five minutes later I'm like. Like getting distracted by a fly on the wall. And I'm like, oh, why are you going that way, little fly? <laughs> like, they're trying to tell me about the chip, and it's like at the same time. So I couldn't, I couldn't lie about during. But afterwards, I've been thinking it a lot, um, thinking about it a lot. I feel a lot more informed, and this is probably one of the highlights of doing a podcast like this, which is mm. just, I feel like for years I would be interested enough in Steve Jobs and Apple to be like, I would love to watch a keynote at some point, and I just wouldn't. So, hey, credit to you for forcing me to, because it was a bit of an effort. But now I feel a lot more informed and I found it very, very interesting. And I might watch the next one. And, uh, yeah, and a lot to a lot to discuss and figure out <laughs> in my life and how I relate to technology and just in the future, in the art I make. It's it's a, it's an interesting time. And uh, being interested is a cool thing. And I really like how you've been keeping up with it for all these years, because um, I can always go to you with questions. And you are the winner this week. So being the winner... Um, I think you at least get the little treat of coming to me with your pitch first. Cool. Um, Keeping my little trend going, which you never really notice, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, I didn't drop my... Jeff, are you becoming an Apple guy? I didn't didn't drop that. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Um, uh, My pitch to you. When were you going to, by the way? Because I was hating a lot during that. So when (laughs) when were... Just any nice point I made? Were you supposed to drop that in? Um, no, I just forgot that I wanted to do that okay, because I'd already okay. dropped an Easter egg in this episode already, which I like to do, which I drop Easter eggs in, which give you a little hint on what the pitch will be. So um, I'm not going to say what it was. Easter but... eggs for the co-host too, apparently. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm not going to tell you what it was, but if you ever okay. do listen back, you'll probably spot it after I tell you that you okay. are going to listen to yes. um, the Global Megastar because you love Global Megastars at the moment. We've been doing this to each other. Yes. Um uh, Taylor Swift and the album Midnight's. Wow. wow. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's you recommending things. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. I'm listening to I don't know if you're Taylor a Taylor Swift person or not, but in terms of going from Ed Sheeran to Beyonce, I yeah. think we're just, I'm just going to... Global megastar time, baby. I thought you were yeah. going to go Bad Bunny. The, <laughs> one of the greatest stars in the WWE universe, but fair enough for not. Um, I, um, I enjoy that. And, um, um, in terms of what version of Midnight, I got confused trying to figure out what existed. <laughs> so again, oh. I'm going to have my usual whinge about streaming platforms. And deluxe what? version. Taylor's version. Taylor's deluxe version. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I I'll, I'll leave that dealer's choice. I think there are 20 songs on the album. I still don't yes. know. <laughs> okay, I love this. I love this. Now for you, my friend, mm-hmm. um, uh, 
we're going to go the other way. Because sometimes I'm out here um, recommending something. Season three, like, episode two of I think <laughs> <you should do. laughs> if, if you want to like do some research, here's some extra thing you could watch or whatever. But this time I'm going to go the other way around. There is a short film called Boy Genius, the film, directed by Kristen Stewart, featuring three of the singles Ooh. from Boy Genius's new album. It's 14 minutes long. We're getting even shorter out here. Now, if you want... Don't have to talk about this on the pod. Don't have to talk about to me about this in real life. At some point in your life, you should. But if you want, you can listen to the corresponding album. Boy Genius has an album featuring three songwriters: Julian Baker, Lucy Dacus, and Phoebe Bridges. Um, they have an album out, and this is a film. The short film is like a compendium of three of the singles into a short film. But I'm recommending just the film. If you want to listen to the album, that's your on your dime i know i'm sneaky listen i don't know what i'm trying to do here um i legit as i'd say it to you i don't know if i'm trying to say like please listen to the album or like actually it would kind of be more interesting if you didn't i actually don't know so um enjoy um for this week we are going to use our technology we've been blessed by the benevolent steve jobs and co with to, to say goodbye to sign off to get on with our lives there's a busy day to get to there's a morning there's a sun there's life and more technology and content we gotta get out of here we appreciate you all you do us a favor and do what christopher is going to tell you to do but for me this is goodbye and take care if you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed because they're so cheap we're sorry to your ears if you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro or if you don't like the whole show question why were you here if you don't like the podcast if you think we both speak too fast too many tangents never stay on task pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend if your patience wears thin towards the end if you think you could do better with your friend please go ahead if you don't like this content or like me the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again